Hello, hello. Wow, it has been quite the crazy last two weeks. <laughs> um, I'm excited to be recording again because I definitely never intended to take a break, but it was kind of necessary because life happened. But let's catch up on what in the world has been going on. So Liv came down with a cold about two weeks ago, and ultimately she gave it to us, and we were just out for the count. We're over the cold now, thankfully, but I was so stuffed up that there was no way I could record a podcast and people actually enjoy listening to it. Like, I naturally have kind of a nasally voice because I very much have a deviated septum, so that's just a whole nother story. But there was no way people would enjoy how I was talking. <laughs> but we're over that cold. And now Olivia has a horrible cough. It started on Friday. So today's Monday. It started on Friday. And Saturday, it got a little bit worse. Sunday, when she woke up, we were kind of like, oh, this doesn't sound very good. Um, so I called my mom and was like, what? My mom's a nurse. I'm like, what do we do? Do we take her to urgent care? Like, I'm not really sure. So she suggested calling the nurse line and asked the nurse advice line. So I called the nurse advice line and they said, uh, no, you actually need to take her in if she's coughing. They want to make sure that, you know, everything is all good with her. So we were able to get a same-day appointment, and thankfully, everything is okay. No RSV, no breathing issues. Wanted to make sure it wasn't RSV or anything where she wasn't breathing right. So yeah, I'm happy it's not RSV, and her cough was better today. Still not 100% better, but hoping it gets resolved tomorrow, maybe the next day. No one tells you how hard it is to take care of yourself when you're sick, your partner's sick, and your baby is sick. It's like a never-ending cycle of no one being able to take a break, and you're all just exhausted. And even worse, no one tells you how much it sucks to have to go to work and leave your baby at home with someone else to watch them. Yes, my mother-in-law is watching her, and she's in amazing hands, but it just sucks not being the one they get to cuddle up to and you can make them feel better. Like yesterday, she was so cuddly, and it just killed me having to go into work today, but she's getting better, and she's happy with her grandma, and that's what matters. What else has happened in these last two weeks? Oh, man. <laughs> we had a Valentine's Day, not a Valentine's Day. We celebrated Valentine's Day, and we did the cutest and cheesiest thing ever. I wanted to do a gift, but I didn't want to buy something, and I didn't really want Raymond to buy me anything. So I saw on TikTok that someone had this like PowerPoint party where each friend did a PowerPoint about where they should take a trip to. And it kind of sparked my brain, like, why don't we do something like that? So I tasked Raymond and I said, make a PowerPoint with all of the reasons why you love me. And I did the same for him. And it really was 
the cutest thing we've ever done for each other. We really both love words of affirmation. And this was just like a giant words of affirmation gift. And it was just, I don't know, it was a good exercise for us to just pause and remind each other like why we love each other. And I definitely cried and I almost got Raymond to cry, but he didn't. Trying to get that man to cry happy tears is very difficult. I even say to this day, he didn't cry at the day of our wedding. So one day I'll get him, one day. I also started seeing a therapist and I really love our sessions. She specializes in um, motherhood and I don't know, I, I literally just Googled like postpartum depression and anxiety therapist in my area and I found her pretty easily um, and was able to get on her schedule and she's just so easy to talk to and it's nice to have a third party to talk about my anxiety and why I feel the way I do and get some advice on how to manage it because I've come to the conclusion that I'm going to have this anxiety forever and I don't know, I feel like that's just becoming apparent. You get this like ball of anxiety worrying about another person's life But yeah, my main goal is to learn how to manage it and not really trigger it. And one of my biggest triggers that we have come to the conclusion about is my closet for some reason. I just cannot ever seem to get it clean. I can't ever finish all of the laundry for it. It's in Olivia's room and I really have zero access to it in the mornings and zero access to it and you know when she goes to bed. The only time that I have access to it is 3 p.m. until 6.30 p.m. And that's it during the week. And it just makes it really tough to be able to clean and do laundry and all of that because I, I just can't. Like it's in her room. And my therapist said, maybe you should switch closets with your husband and use the master closet instead of her closet. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that to him. And I was just talking about like my session in general to him and he suggested, he's like, well, why why don't we switch closets? Like if that's something that brings a lot of stress to you, why don't we just do it? I didn't even have to tell him the therapist suggested it. He just did. So we're going to do that this weekend and I'm really excited to get reorganized. I have so many shoes that don't fit me, clothes that I'm holding on to that realistically are never going to fit me. Like my Colombian hips after having a baby are just never going to squeeze back into a size 26. So I really just need to organize and get rid of some of that stuff. So we'll be doing that this weekend. And I don't know, I think it's just going to be a really big help to me. I just, I don't know why that closet really just gets me. I don't know. Am I alone here? Anyone else have a closet that's just a ton of anxiety, you know? I don't know. Um, Maybe the last thing I'll give an update on, this will be kind of a quicker podcast, just giving an update. (laughs) But I think the last thing I'll give an update on is Liv's first birthday. Um, I'm confused how I'm about to have a one- year old. Like, I don't know how that happened. I don't know how she's grown so fast, but it's really fun to see her personality come out more and more every day. She's a huge analyzer like I am. She thinks and thinks and thinks before she makes a decision and it's just adorable. And she's loving putting things in. Miss Rachel 
says that, you know, put it in, put it in. And she takes little things and puts it into a basket or she'll put it in my hand or she'll put it in my lap and say in. It's like her favorite thing right now. And saying the word duck and quack, she is just so funny and I could probably go on about her forever. Um, but her birthday, her birthday party. So we are going the very easy way and we are doing it at a park. I'm inviting some family friends and some of our new mom friends with their families too. The park has a huge play area. So kind of doing it in the hopes that everyone can be entertained with all of the kids. (laughs) We're going to do easy food from Costco, like some light appetizers and dessert too. Getting these little like cakesicles made. I was supposed to have them for my baby shower, but I wasn't able to have a baby shower because I got COVID. So I couldn't have it. So I'm able to use my deposit and roll it over into this. So it's not just totally wasted. They're really cute. And I bought these like little edible butterfly things that I can put on them to make them cute too. So excited to do that. And then for decor, Um, I bought on Etsy, they have like all of the themes that you can do and you can just print out a bunch of things and cut them out and make them into banners or whatever. So I'll be making a little happy birthday banner and then I'll do a banner that says one and I'll put that on her high chair for her smash cake and then some other things to print out like the food and drink and then just put those in picture frames next to all of the food and drink. Just cute and simple and I'm going to get I think like three or four dozen balloons from Party City filled with helium. I think it's 15 bucks for a dozen and I just I just like don't have the patience to try and DIY doing like a giant balloon garland and I do not have the money to go and spend $500 on a giant balloon garland either. So we're doing a very easy way and just getting balloons. And I have the little balloon anchors and I can tie all of the balloons to different heights. So that's kind of what we're going to do, like a makeshift balloon column. I'd love to go all out, but we don't have a backyard. We live in an apartment and we're trying to be a little bit more frugal here. And speaking of frugal, we also re-signed our lease for another year. So we'll be here until June of next year. And our rent went up $300. I have no idea why. The In California, you technically are not supposed to pay more than 10% than what your, or like that's what the increase can be. The annual increase can't be more than 10%. However, it doesn't apply to buildings that are under 15 years old. So our building is brand new, like three years. We're the first people to live in our unit. So they legally can raise it to whatever they want. I saw a TikTok that my dad sent me and it was like, Definitely someone I think that was also at an Irvine company place in Orange County. Irvine company kind of just rules everything here. Um, and their rent went from like $3,000 to $8,000 month to month. And I have a feeling it was probably at our complex, <laughs> but I don't know. It sucks. 
I need to start using the amenities a lot more now and getting our money's worth. But that's why we're trying to be a little bit more frugal and carve out that $300 where I'm like, I don't even know how we're supposed to do it, but got to do what we got to do. I think that's going to be it for today. <laughs> I, I, I'm mourning the loss of a really great podcast. Um, I had such a good podcast recording on Saturday with one of my friends that's a therapist. And for some reason, my audio did not record, like tr- did not record one second. It recorded all of hers but not any of mine. So it's it's like totally not even savable. Like I, I can't even do it. So we're probably going to have to re-record it, which is really annoying. And Raymond was kind of like calming me down. <laughs> I think he, he could tell by the look on my face. I was like, shit, this really is not fun. And he was like, you know what? Take it as a learning experience and just remember that one day you're going to have your own recording studio and someone will just edit everything for you. (laughs) So we're going to keep that energy that, you know, something big will happen one day. But okay, for real now, I will talk to you all next week. That is it for today on For the Everyday You.